Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brew, and welcome to episode 81 of Beer Nuts, the podcast. And, mate, we're here in, I was going to say sunny Montreal. It's kind of sunny. At Helm in Myland, doing a podcast with someone who would be mean to this for a long time. This is a very long time coming. Renee Navarro, thank you so much for finally My hanging out. My pleasure. Um, welcome to Montreal, first of all. Thank you. Um, I don't know why. How long have we been talking? It's been like a year or so. Least, I think right? it's longer than a year. You think? Probably I think, has. I feel like yeah. everything like, is compact. It just, it it, everything like, goes so fast, but I think yeah. it's more than a year for sure. And I'm never I'm never in Kitchener, which is where you're based. Yep. Which is Kitchener, Ontario, about an hour west of Toronto, 45 minutes? Yeah, hour and a Yeah. yeah. Um, what brings you guys to Montreal? Vacation, my friend. Vacay. And beer. And, and beer. beer. Well, it's like a beercation, right? <laughs> Always. Always. Always a beercation. Um, so we decided we're here. Like, I figured that if we're going to do a podcast, since we'd be mean to do it, I'm never in kitchen. You're not in Toronto too much either, right? Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. But it would just never timed up. It just never So, like, since you guys are here, I'm like, we're going to hang out anyway. I was like, why not just squish this in, it's get perfect. it done, and why not take it to one of our favorite places in the area, Helm. Uh, huge shout out to Elise, Renault, Sebastian for having us and taking care of us and allowing us to hijack your establishment for our uh, personal needs. Um, what are you drinking now? I am drinking the, looking over the board, I'm drinking the, the Hachi Blondie, which is a West Coast IPA. And it's nice and hazy and now, which is saying, it didn't used to be hazy. So good. Look at that. It's smelling great. I think oh, I might have to get that after. You have to, you have to do it. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. going to go for it. And I grabbed that Hop and Sour, which is a, uh, the second batch. It's a, I guess the sour, it says on, on Untapped was like a harvest ale, but I don't, yeah. I think, I don't know why someone got that through wrong. Really good. Like Helm didn't usually do. We're just saying right before the Helm, uh, kind of like the place where we would take friends who aren't super like beer nerds too, because it was kind of safer. They had a yeah. nice range of everything. But now they're just ramping up their stuff and getting nerdier and nerdier. I love it. Oh, it's and so this good. Is so good because they just never did sours. Yeah. Really nailing it. I'm not gonna say what pint I'm on. Hey, <laughs> you oh, it's bacon. Don't worry. You don't have to excuse anything. And we're gonna keep drinking after this too. So you know, it's Friday, right? It's a big. It's Good Friday. It's Good Friday. Oh yeah. Every Friday is a Good Friday. I like the attitude. So you guys went to Halifax. Yes. How's that? Halifax was really great. It was um, a lot of seafood, obviously. Yeah. And course. some really great beer. Yeah. There's yeah we um, two crows. Two crows is the one. Yeah. Two crows. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I was, you guys were able to bring some. Did you get any? Bring any back? We did. We luggage? did carry on. Oh. Because I refused to pay thirty five dollars for my bag. Each trip, right? Yeah. Also, Halifax beer, I thought the Ontario beer laws were ridiculous. Halifax beer is really expensive because their really? laws suck. Taxes, eh? <laughs> yeah, taxes are uh. crazy. But you know what? Two Crows was so worth it. It yeah. was absolutely fantastic. Their staff's great. Their beer is killer. And uh, we went to Stillwell. That's the beer bar you were talking that's about, That's the right? beer bar. Okay. Uh, Stillwell also has a sister bar, mm -hmm. which is Arabella Park. 
Oh, which is in Kitchener. Yes. And that's our local. That's the looks like the most fire beer bar of all time. Yeah. Like, it's epic. It's absolutely insane. And they had out, they had Get It In You too. I was so yes. happy about yeah. that. They seem like they I got to try it there. Oh, you tried it there? Yeah. Okay, so we'll get the candy yeah. anyway. Okay, I'm always going to go to, I'm going to get to Kitchener now. Yeah, you got uh, it. Um, so it still was, okay, cool. And you went to Good Robot? You guys went Yes, we went to Good Robot. Um, uh, do you know Unfiltered? We went to Unfiltered. We were actually staying really close to Unfiltered. Okay. How, how is it? Because like, they're the ones that I keep hearing about. Unfiltered beer is really great. Okay. Um, we'll probably talk about beer and diversity. I had a couple issues with some of their names. Oh, word. And oh, because they're like like purposely ridiculous. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. even in their email newsletter, I get what's well, not a newsletter. They just they cuss. Oh yeah. Their website's unfuckingfiltered.com. Yes. And, so and like, you hey, know what? I love that. I absolutely love it. But it took it too far. It wasn't that they took it too far. It was just that the unfortunate staff member that got to talk to me couldn't explain things to me about okay. one of the names of the beer. Right. But otherwise, I mean, that beer was tasty was as yeah. anything. Is it all haze? All their stuff? No, it's not all haze. Bitter mix? It's a bitter mix. All right. All right. Um, and they did a really great sour. Sick. But I think I think it's got like some cussy name in the sour too. It's like right. motherfucking sour. And it's just like, <laughs> okay, sure. Is it, is it like they trying too hard? With, yeah, it's with, it's with like it's like your one friend who went to Bible camp every year, gets out of Bible camp, gets a weird tattoo, and now yeah. he wants to be like known as like fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> but his mom still calls him Jimmy. Like, <laughs> oh Jimmy, you suck. <laughs> but no, their beer their beer was really good. It was really good. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, that the main one spots you hit up there. Yeah, and then we did uh, a run to Cape Breton. And so there's Breton Brewing. I've heard about that. Okay. And then there's Big Spruce. And those, are, and those are the two. Um, and then there's also in Halifax, Tide House, which is going for the record as the smallest um, beer like, pub. Yeah, it's like it's a seven a box, seater. Two bucks, seven? It's a seven seater. And you got in? Yeah. We got it. We, we went early enough that <laughs> right. we were the only two. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Actually, I bought one of their their hoodies. Or, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really good. That's cool. Good group They've of guys. had a lot of good stuff about um, Halifax. Are you guys going to the CBAs? No. Yeah, I don't think I'm going either. No. I wanted to. I would like, love uh, to go. I don't know if it's worth it, though. I don't know. No, it's I enjoyed weird. it last year. It's you just a hot mess now. I never get to go to Oh, is it shit, I, go, shit. I get to go to the OBAs. Oh, the Ontario ones, okay. Because right. last year was in Ottawa, so it was easy. Yeah. It was up the road. Yeah. It was good. It was messy. Like, in a funny way, though. Oh, Not always. Like, just because i never seen the brewers, like in that context before yeah. and they are just loose they don't give yeah. a fuck they well they just, get to kick back and relax and, finally, and they're just crushing beers I did oh, yeah. like no hesitation to bet like I was like yeah. Jesus Christ like respect right. I can't drink like yo I can't keep up no you can't do it but just the amount of fire beers like they had this table yeah. at the back that had just like beer from literally across the country like all this crazy rare four wind stuff from BC or whatever and I didn't even know where to start. And oh, it was, it's always it was a good time. But I, I, I want so to good. go to I want to go to Halifax just for that because I heard so much about the beer and I thought maybe it'd be a fun yeah. reason to go. But I don't know. It's May or something. Halifax is so good. I mean, we're in what March? And yes. everyone was like, "Why are you here?" And we're like, "We're just here to drink. Like, we don't care what the weather is." <laughs> oh, how was the weather? Pretty average. It's all right, yeah. actually. Okay. Yeah, it's, we we had some like really sunny days, and I think it was usually like plus four, plus five. Hey, that's not bad. For I think Canada we I think much. we got spoiled up to like yeah. plus eight, plus ten. So it's kind of what it is today. Yeah. Like but it was like really sunny. It was right. really sunny. That's amazing. Like beautiful blue skies. And you're like, thanks, like, Mother yeah. Nature. This is great. <laughs> Halifax coming through. Oh yeah, it was good. And you got to Montreal yesterday. Correct? Um, no, it's Friday. So, Wednesday. Friday. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. And what have you hit up so far? Oh, man. Um, you guys had a big day yesterday? 
Yeah, I you feel like you look like you're not hungover. Like, like, well, you guys you know. look like fit, ready to go. Yes. <laughs> Professional drinking, my friend. It's I, a uh, thing. I, <laughs> in admiration of you guys. <laughs> what did you hit up on? <laughs> What did we study? Went to Benelux? We went to Benelux. Went to Benelux. Um, Benelux is always good. I, um, I'm really lucky because my mom likes craft beer. Which I've taken, about, yeah, yeah, so I've taken my mom to Benelux and texted really her and, and said, I'm pretty sure that we had the same lady who, who served Just us when we went. She's like, oh my god, that's so <laughs> great! That's cute. Uh, yeah, where did, where did we go after that? I feel like... DDC? <laughs> no, we haven't done DDC yet. Oh, you didn't do it? No, that's, that's the plan for today. Okay. Like, later today. Because we did things a little too early. And then we went to Pit Caribou Pub. Yes, we're just saying, that's sick, yeah. huh? That was, it was a good so time. so good. Great time. Right. right. Went to where? Vin Papillon. Oh, for dinner, right? Yes. Check and then did up. wine. Lots of wine. Break it up. Yes. You need to. <laughs> it, gets, it gets old. I guess. So. That's sick. Pit Caribou's cool though, right? Like, I really enjoyed oh, that place. really good. Yeah. And great staff, great beer. Yeah. The beer's always fantastic. The dude, the owner, Francis, he just opened a nano brewery doing just wild thing because they just made wild ferment fermentation legal here. It oh. was illegal to have like a cool ship and do that really? stuff. Weird. At Prohibition. Right? Uh, so yeah. he's doing like some other stuff. So Pro, uh, Pit Caribou, they're based out of Gaspar Z, like nine hours east. Uh, okay. So like they, that was their Montreal one. So that's cool. So you guys have had a nice little like... Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. The occasion. Yeah. I mean, the only the only thing I wish we could have done differently, but thanks for the WestJet dollars. Um, WestJet, messed up last trip, got us here this time. Uh, <laughs> I think I remember seeing you post about that. <laughs> it's kind of worth getting stranded for two days, yeah. but whatever. Um, but you were yeah. stranded like, somewhere like Trinidad or something, Yeah, right? we were stranded in Trinidad for two days. At the airport, Which, or did you get to go to? We got to go to a hotel, but you can't leave the hotel. You don't know when you're leaving, so... Oh. So that didn't. It that doesn't sound fun. It was horrible. Okay. Yeah. Neither. We can but, touch on that later. But if you complain about things enough on Twitter, <laughs> people will give you things. So you stop. I know about that. I got verified <laughs> on Twitter. My favorite thing in the world is tweeting about shit when people want to get mad. It's. I want to go verified just to make it worse. Because <laughs> then they pay attention to you immediately. That's my <laughs> honestly, it's the only thing that makes a difference. You get whatever you need. Yeah. Brands get really scared. Oh, Even if you're amazing. cussing and go crazy, they're like, no problem. Just DM us and we'll fix it. And yeah. Nine times out of ten, you get what you like. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was New good. world, right? Oh yeah, that's good. So yeah, that's why we ended up traveling out here because we could do a. Oh, because you just got it. So I was like, yeah. that was the reason. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I think what we need to do is get into your background, what you actually do, because you you uh, you know you do some pretty serious stuff, and as people will notice here, which we'll get into your T-shirt. Black people love beer. Shout out to Tio and Benny at Dope and Dank, you freaking legends. Oh my so God, we yeah. have a really strong mutual friend in uh, in Tio, yep. um, which we wouldn't really get into today because essentially you are doing the good work that he's doing out there, him and Benny are doing you. out there, and you're doing that in Canada, and it's just very, very important that it, you know, beer is for everybody, and yeah. uh, someone needs to kind of teach people that because it's just uh, a very interesting thing. So. Before we get into that, how did you get into beer? How did you, you know, what's your, like, beer story? So, my, my intro to beer was bad beer in university. Mm -hmm. Because that's how we go. That's, yeah, of course. Because uh, you have to. You, you hit a point where you're like, I can drink, like, large amounts of liquor on my own, and this is not so much fun anymore. Um, so I was saying, I, I was drinking Red Dog, which I think is a Molson product now. Perhaps. Yeah, it said talking pit bull in the commercials. <laughs> I got. I think I missed that. I got lured by yeah. By no, the talking pit bull. You're, not, you're oh, not missing anything. I want the talking pit bull beer. That's yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, simple lager, really okay. easy. Um, but trash. But tr like, like couldn't be more trash. But like wonderful garbage. 
Okay, like you know, you know when you're like being really funny and you go out with your friends, you're like, I'm gonna get that beer because yeah, yeah. it's got yeah. Like, it's, okay. It's so I think that's kind of what PBR is to people. Or something oh yeah, like for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I think it it could have been that. But the PBR it, before people like because it's yeah. kind of hipstery now. Like people drink it because it's ironic. Like, oh I no, no. I don't even know where it is anymore. About fifty. That's the one that the hipsters oh, like. About fifty. It's not that bad. Oh, you know what? Back in the day, it was really sweet. Okay. They've changed the recipe because so about be fifty different. now. It feels weird to say. It actually, tastes okay. Yeah, I, I would. But oh, it's Miller. Oh, it's Miller. Miller. Okay. okay, that could be why. And it's yeah. still available. Or it's you can get it in the states. You can't get it here anymore. Okay. So I think Miller must have bought it. Oh, out and or something. Like... But that was that was my intro to it. Okay. Um, my parents are from Trinidad, so it was Heineken was your high end beer, and then Guinness was how like you get the... your iron. <laughs> Which is right. Uh... Tiffany sounded like, 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 yes. Like, yeah, that's right. Yes, because I remember my mom being like, I was pregnant with you, and I drank Guinness to help my iron levels. And for the longest while, she wouldn't drink it in Canada because her memory was that it was, like, very chewy and, like, I don't want to touch it. And she had, she had a Guinness here, and I was like, Ma, they don't make it in the same place. Guinness has three breweries, one in Canada, one in the Caribbean, and then one in Ireland. And the Caribbean version is as strong as the Irish Version. When you say strong, is it taste profile or ABV? Yeah, it's taste profile. Oh, it's yeah, different. it's different. And then she had it here, and she's like, oh, it's like water. Right. Like, you were afraid of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that was kind of my intro to it. Um, and then Rebecca and I started doing some, you know, like, we, we started drinking together because we work together, and because work makes you drink. And so it was a lot of Alexander Keats. Right. That was kind of the craft beer, and, you know, that was our favorite IPA. That still makes me so mad that they, yeah. they... How can they get when away you, with that? When you go and have, like, an actual IPA later, like, wait, someone lied to me. <laughs> like, later in life, right? You oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's, it's, I heard it is good from the brewery, though. I've heard that, but we didn't make, like, when we were in Halifax, we were like, we like, could go. But, but like, what? We I think it comes on fun to see these big ones. Uh, yeah, right? Same. I don't, like, really... don't want to hear the history of, like, some guy being like, we made a beer where we lied to everyone about what the flavor yeah. was. <laughs> And now, like, a whole generation of drinkers don't know what an IPA is. Yeah, because they think that it's a lager. Like, that's yeah. basically... Maybe it was an IPA back in the day. Well, as far I mean, as I but had if more you looked historically, yeah, back in the day, it would have been. It would have been a completely different but Yeah, like, 70, 80 years ago, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck them. Yeah, so, thanks for nothing. Uh, yeah. Um, so we drank a lot of that. And then first in Toronto is a fantastic beer bar, yes, and is. they started doing Beer 101. Okay. And so every Sunday, I think it was one Sunday a month, they would bring in a different brewery. That's sick. And so and they just come and talk to you about the beer. Yeah, you like, did, yeah, it'd be like two hours, and they'd bring in a bunch of beers, and the you paid for it. The was kitchen, it yeah, it was like twenty five bucks or something, and Jeez. the kitchen staff would pair the sausage with the beer. Wow. And each brewery would send a rep. And so you know and we met the guys you like and... yeah Great Lakes, Sawdust, Bose. Amazing. Yeah, like it was just these these groups of people that you're like I would never find you otherwise. Right. I you know and I mean even the like the guy from Hackershore was there. I mean I mean it was, I think it was Crown Brand. No, not Crown. It would have been like Premier. Okay. But one of those. And, but still, you learn about a German beer. Right. Where you're That's like, this is they're not a thing. They're technically still crowns, right? Yeah. Bought out. They're all. Yeah, they just no, like volumes, but they're independent. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that was that was a really great intro. Um, and then Great Lakes used to do their Project X events. Okay. And so that was, I think, once a month, maybe once every two months. And how long ago were we talking here? Like it's probably like six years ago. Okay. So um, so not not like twenty years ago. <laughs> I was doing, no, twenty years yeah. ago. I was drinking garbage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like <laughs> six seven that. years ago. Yeah. And that would have been. 
these really amazing spots, you know, events at the brewery where they were like, we're gonna do like a pumpkin themed thing, do some collaborations with other breweries, right. and you can only get it here. And once it's gone, right. it's gone. So you discovered it through going to Verst, and then you were like, oh, now, then you started going to the yep. breweries themselves mm-hmm. to get the rare stuff or the brewery owner. Yeah, brewery okay, cool. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, I guess, it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Project X led yeah. into Tank 10. Okay. And then this is great. from great there, it's yeah. I mean, we were working life insurance, so it wasn't even one of those right. like I wasn't even in the same beer world. Yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. It was like I, you had to drink to stay sane. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's the only way you could do it. Corporate world, right? It's, yeah, uh, terrible thing. It's, it's a thing. But, <laughs> no, and, and you know, so doing that and meeting all these people, and you'd go to a place, and people would remember you because you went to all these events, you went to things because it was such a, a smaller. Uh, I mean, I still, I think that still happens quite, quite uh, regularly now. Yeah, but it I guess really it's does. expanded so much. Yeah. yeah, and so that was that was really fantastic. And then I decided to get out of life insurance and went, you know, went back to school, needed a job. Great Lakes was hiring for a retail store. Nice. I applied, and they were like, tell us about us. And I was like, ooh, well, well. hey, so, Project X, <laughs> first, Beer 101, blah, 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 blah. And that's how I, I got my foot in the door. Amazing. And so ever since then, I've been this in beer. beer. And that was about five? It was probably about five and a half years ago. Amazing. Yeah. So Great Lakes was the start. Yes. And then you were, uh, I remember you from some other places, too. I left for a bit. I left yep. beer for a while, because I was just like, it's great, but it doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, beer is unfortunately uh, Beer, unfortunately, just, you don't go into beer for, for the money. <laughs> you go in for the love of beer. Yes. Uh, Which is kind of cool, but sucks, but it's cool at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's you can't pay your landlord with beer. <laughs> Here's I mean, $1,700 cool. dollars worth of beer. <laughs> Don't ask me how I got it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so after that I went to Kensington. Kensington, okay. And I was there for a couple of years. So that was long before the physical location because they were contracting yes. at the time? Yeah. So what were you doing for them there? Sales? Sales. Sales. And then was at uh, Woodhouse, which is based oh, out of oh, Toronto. Nice. There for like a hot minute. I yeah. love Graham. He's such a good dude. Graham. And yeah, man. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, I just want to give him a hug. Hey, buddy. And then Rebecca decided to get into beer, so nice. she wa- she was working at Royal City in Guelph. Oh yeah, Rosa, do you know Dan? I used to he used to be my manager at uh, Beer Market. Dan that is guy's awesome. such a G, eh? So good. Such a G. So when she got that job, I was like, well, let's just figure things out because I, we were in Toronto and she got a job in Guelph. Oh, so you're like, oh, well, that's why you guys are right. Yes. Okay, that makes and sense. And then so we moved to Kitchener and I got a job at Descendants. I was there for a year doing sales, mm-hmm. and then I went to Redline. So I'm at Redline. Right. Now. So which is they're based in Barry. Yes. So it's technically like an know, hour, hour and so. change from Toronto. Redline in the opposite, in the opposite direction. direction. Yes. So then you're just repping that area. You're doing the whole. Room. Yeah. So I do Guelph to London. Okay. So you've been a bit of everywhere. Yeah, so I really have. Yeah. And then in between, uh, I'm one of the co-founders of the Society of Beer Drinking Ladies. Are oh, you co-founder of that? Yes. There we go. Okay. Yes, that. I didn't do all my research. Title for that's life, good. my friend. Yes. Because I, le- I left them about a year ago. Uh, doing really great work, doing a lot of, uh, just really being able to bring a bunch of women together and say, you don't have to be a beer fan. That's a great intro to craft beer. And also there's a charitable component. Mm-hmm. So they partner with the Canadian Women's Foundation. And I think over, they just celebrated their fourth anniversary in January. And I think last year was $15,000 worth of donations. Amazing. So it's probably like $30,000, $40,000 worth of donations to, to a group of women who are doing fantastic things and for other women. And there's hundreds of attendees. I think there was yeah. a festival. My my last recently. event was a festival, and there were 1,300 women. 1,300? 1,300. That's 
incredible. I think the smallest event I was ever at was 110, and then it just ramped up from there. That's amazing. Yeah, it was like it was super great, and I'm really proud of the work that I did with them, and I'm proud of what they're doing now. Um, and and it's great because in that period of time, there's been this evolution of, of women beer groups. Right. Like I think the newest one is Iron Beer Maidens, and they're at yeah, Hamilton. Yep. Yeah. Tiff, shout to Tiff. She's yeah. the best. And then there's uh, Queen of Craft, which just celebrated their fifth year, and they're based okay. out of Guelph. Right. And that was the one you spoke at recently. Yeah. Okay. So I did my my talk on beer and diversity there. And that was the second year that I got to do that. Amazing. And yeah, I mean, there's, you know, and there's like all these female beer writers and there's the beer sisters out of Toronto. Yeah, Crystal and Tara, they're great. Yeah. Really, really cool. Now, and Robin LeBlanc, who's uh, the thirsty beer wench. Like, mm-hmm. so there's there's all these, these really great things and all these great people doing things and reminding the world that women love beer. Yeah. And now the next step is black people love beer. Yes. Great segue. <laughs> so the... Of div- the issue of diversity in beer is uh, something that, like, we sort of touched on, we were just telling Sebastian earlier, because I guess it's something he almost seems surprised. Yes. And that shows that he's, you know, been, this place has been around for like 10 years, 11 years. So yeah. the fact that he was like, oh, really? No one even, like, no one in yep. Quebec is talking about it. No. Um, he said he, he saw the t shirt and he wants some of the t shirts because one night I was here and there was, I, I was sitting at the bar, I was by myself, Tiff came and had to go, and there was three black dudes at the bar, and I was like, this is crazy. And two of them were together, and they happened to be his childhood friends. They were Haitian dudes, and just, I hung out with them all night. They were teaching me about Haitian food because I know nothing about that. And they don't really know much about me, but the fact that I was aware of that in yeah. a place like Montreal was very key. Uh, well, you know, it speaks to the, the fact that it's much needed conversation. So how did, I mean, I guess it's pretty obvious, like, how, but like, <laughs> what, what, what was sort of, how did it come about to, that you really wanted to sort of like take this topic and kind of own it and be well it's, fortunately yeah. unfortunately you're the face of it yeah in, and I mean I think it's I think like the joking way to put it is it's that little Britain skit the only gay in the village oh, and nice. Daffod being like I'm the village. only gay in the village <laughs> um, and, and that's kinda, a really good reference no one watches little Britain right? oh god it's oh, so the best you have to be really really high otherwise it's not funny oh no dude no? it's always funny really a British humour though oh cause oh, maybe, like, I don't find British right? humour funny but uh, that show because that of, it was so not good. the humour it's the weirdness oh, find yeah. the weirdness is funnier if you're high yeah. well something to <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I just thought it was funny I endorse it um yeah, so so when I started, I mean, you didn't really notice. Mm-hmm. You know, there were there were some some people of color working in the back, yep. like as assistant brewers or guys on the line. And so for when I started, I didn't when see. Would that be? Pro- so that would have been Great Lakes. So okay, so like so five, five years, five, five and a half years ago. ago. Um, and I was yeah. working in the the retail store. So let's say six, yes, okay. let's say six years. <laughs> um, so I was working in the retail store. But I would realize when people came in and they'd be like, oh, you're doing my tour and telling me the history of this beer. I'm gonna ask you extra questions. Hmm. And I'd be like, okay, let's go. (laughs) And then I would blow people's minds because they'd be like, I didn't realize that you drank beer. Right. Like if I had a dollar from that point till now of every person that asked if I really drank beer, See, we'd be like doing this interview in my mansion, and I would have flown you in on my personal condor, Damn like it. It. <laughs> that because because the thing is, like people have these things in their minds that are now, very do you think specific. From, uh, from gender or race? I think it's a bit of both. Okay. And I mean, when it when it started, it was very With like gender. It was gender. I was gonna was, say because not anymore. I would never um, consider like I, there's so well, many women who know 
But also, how many how many women beer groups did I just name? And like yeah, women right, writers. Yeah. Like, it's just so, I feel like beer festivals and most brew pubs I go to is pretty much 50-50 gender wise. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a very that's moved. Oh, for sure, it's definitely. Changed. I mean, maybe not all the time. It's probably being generous, but you no, get. You no, know, but I mean, even if you changed. even if you do like a 30-70, that's so much probably more better than, than what five, I was before, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I think that's that's changed, and you really see that. But now it's about the faces of the people who are there. Okay. So you go to a bar and there's a bunch of women, but then you look at those women and you're like, oh, hang on a second. Yeah. And when I got into sales, it was pretty specific. Like, you know, you knew you knew of a group of saleswomen. And so when it started, I, probably just before I got into it, mm-hmm. you'd say, oh, I talked to a woman. And you'd be like, oh, did you talk to this girl or this girl? And then that was it. And then as more women started getting into sales, it would be, oh, I talked to a woman. Oh, okay, was she white or black? Oh, she's black. Oh, you talked to red. Right. And the thing is, all these years later, it's still, oh, like you that. talked to Red. Yeah. And that's the thing that I'm kind of pushing against. Right. And exactly. saying, this is a problem. Um, ben Johnson, who's a writer based out of London now, he wrote a whole thing about race and diversity. I read and, yeah. yeah, why is, why is craft beer so white? And so he interviewed myself. And Travis, who is now at Collective Arts, I believe. He's is that the, the guy who said the dumb things? Or some guy who didn't say some he answered poorly? No, no. That was another he guy. Was, no. Oh, I know who you're talking about. That was... Uh, oh, no. That was someone about, who said some ignorance that was about the six, That was about the sexist labels. My bad. That's Confused. the other one. Yeah, sorry. So Travis, who I love to the ends of the earth, is like the brown guy in beer. Okay. And I think at the time he was working at Big Rig as a sales rep. And okay. now he's a territory manager and, and I think maybe a marketing manager at uh, Collective Arts. Right. And so it was just the two of us interviewing. And it got to the point where like tongue in cheek I would say to Travis like I want to challenge people to write an article on diversity in beer and not quote either one of us. So I, I took issue with that article um, because my friend Shahan Silva he owns Lost Craft. Yep. So he's the owner of a brewery but my problem with dudes like Ben and his mates is that they have a problem with contract brewing. Mm-hmm. And that always contract sort of brewing is really dirty in Ontario. It's in it has a, a bad name for it, but I feel like he got disrespected, even though what Lost Crafters end up doing, like he proved them all wrong, and they've all kind of apologized to him um, initially. But I, I sort of was like, I knew who you were at the time. I don't think we was we spoken. But I was like, cool, I knew who you were. So I was yeah. like, all right, that's the perfect person. But you know, they took they chose he chose a sales guy over an owner who happened yeah. to be brown dude as well. Yep. So that kind of pissed me off a bit because I'm like, dude, he's right there, and he was upset about. It. He's like, I'm right here. Yeah. I'm winning in the con like no oh, one's for sure. in the last craft but when you look at it like the kicker is you've just added a third person to the pot so I guess so that's kind of that's why I'm right so like oh, three yay like. <laughs> it doesn't make it much different like no, you right, know right. two weeks ago we just hit 251 breweries in Ontario that's pretty crazy that's a lot which is that's amazing. the most in Canada right Probably. Yeah. Although Halifax said per capita they had more breweries. More per capita. But and I think it was 75 or 75 in Nova Scotia and 50 in Halifax and the way it worked out for... Damn. It was... Either way, it worked out that based on the the amount of people there and breweries... It was, oh yeah, the per, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes complete sense. Like Vermont's so, more than most yeah. per capita in the state. Yeah. So. so, but I mean the thing is it's like if you add one more person to the pot, like we're still no further ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 you're right. And, you're and, right. The, and the thing is it's... Um, I, I recently I was trying to kind of put myself together to, to say like, here's where I've been, this is what I've talked about. And when I go and Google myself, because it sounds so dirty, but it's so weird. Yeah, and, it, and I feel dirty. I feel like I Googled myself for two hours. Um, but when I go through and I see it, and I see the sound bites, it's usually me. And, right. like, maybe one other person? Like, maybe. 
Um, so is that is that because of lack of? Because I, I think now it's not lack of representation; it's lack of wanting to be that mouthpiece. I because think it's still a lack of representation. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I volunteered as much as I just was kind of like, just, hey, hey, wait right a minute. Me, like, just come to you. I think it got to the point of like, hmm. hey, wait a minute. Now, um, how did you, sorry to cut you off, like because, like if you didn't volunteer for it and they come to you, then how did these people know you existed in the first place? Now, was that because you're a sales rep? Is it because you're super friendly and talk to everyone? Is it because you're big on social? It's probably a bit of both. Plus, I was doing Society of Beer Drinking Ladies, oh, and I handled course. a lot of media for that. So so that was right. a thing where so I you said, were the real, like, yes, I will do that. I will be the mouthpiece for Society. Mm-hmm. And so Magenta, who was also part of that, um, also did it. But it was, you know, kind of showing up for that and being on TV and doing these pieces. But it was a very, it was a very interesting thing when, you know, we'd, we'd show up, you know, and, and either Magenta or myself did it or we both did it. Um, and people remember me. Like, I did uh, a piece, again, for the society. We were in Vancouver. And so it showed up on the social, which... I'm so ignorant when it comes to these things. I just yeah. say yes to everything. I'm like, I will gladly talk to you on this thing because it'll right. probably just show in Toronto. The social is national. I don't right. pay attention. So we're in Vancouver and, you know, we're at a beer festival and there's this woman at, she's repping Steam Whistle and I was like, oh, I have a question for you. And she's like, I have a question for you. And I was like, Okay. Okay. This was in, a, in an official recorded interview. And this was no, no, no. This was just like just a chatting. We're, yeah. So we're just chatting, and I was like, "Oh, does Steam Whistle like brew out here, or do you guys like ship it to Vancouver by train?" She's like, "Yep." She's like, "Were you on the social?" And he's like, "Yeah, I was. Why?" She's like, "Oh, I watched it." He's like, "Oh, it doesn't just show in Ontario." Right. And you're like, "Okay." So gotcha. Okay. And I think that's when I got to the point where it was like, like, I need to realize that when I do these things, I need to like push a little bit more and realize that like other people are going to hear it. Yeah. And so I think I took that that piece of being the mouthpiece for for the society days and saying I can talk about a lot more. Right. And I can. Oh, so at the, at the time you were focused on uh, women in beer. Yes. And then. But I mean, even telling the stories of women in beer, it's still it's I'm the same the thing. Only one. I'm yeah. the only gay in the village. I'm the only yeah. black saleswoman. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when Ben was doing his article on why is craft beer so white, he looked it up in terms of who the sales reps were, and I think he found. I think there was one Asian guy in Windsor, Travis, and then myself, right, and then that was it. And everyone else I know that sells reps, yeah. And so when you see that and you think of those numbers of breweries, like yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. So then, in your opinion, this is I, I, I dare say that you would probably agree with what Tia was saying. Is it a lack of like why? Like why is there no diversity? Is it just people of color are not? interested in beer are they not marketed to are they are the, where the jobs are advertised are in a place where it wouldn't reach a lot of people like where do you think that that, that uh, disconnect comes from I think it's improper marketing first yeah. and foremost of beer or of, of beer. the jobs of beer, of beer. I mean, first for, and foremost yeah I mean for jobs it used it used to be that you'd see a lot of people of color working in the back so assistant brewers guys on the line like making and like Getting your like beer ready for it. Okay. But now everyone wants to be in craft beer. Yes, it's so very cool. It wasn't cool it wasn't, five years ago. It wasn't cool five years ago. And so, you know, sorry, hipster white guys, but <laughs> now you're willing to, like, take a giant pay cut and work for commission only to be a sales rep or, like, do something weird. Only? Totally. Are you for real? A whole different podcast. It's okay. ridiculous. Because people are so desperate to get into beer now that there are, sorry, 
there are places that are like, we'll just do commission only, and you can get your foot in the door. Fuck that. Sorry, man. Like, I know there's a lot of money, if but you're Jesus, doing, If you're doing commission only, how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? How? Because uh, I think it's dirty. I think it's dirty pool. I think it's absolutely dirty. Uh, also, because beer has such a, a glamorous sheen to it that once you get into it, you realize like the life of a sales rep is not glamorous. Or the brewer, anything. No, it's none of it. You, everyone, everyone works really hard to get whatever, and yeah. underpaying someone is gross, and it you know undermines what the rest of us are doing. Yeah, that's. I'm, but, I'm kind of shocked. That's crazy. To yeah, me. that's just like a, a, usually like a shitty sales job or something. Not where you physically having to drive around and, yeah. and, and visit bars. You know, and, and occasionally pay for meals and like right, if you're working on commission like you're not covering your meals forget the gas like it's you don't get a car on a phone or anything like that no okay that's is, is it widespread you don't have to say names of who's doing it but is it quite widespread no it's like, not it's not really widespread I know like a few places doing it and I get it some of them are new and so they're trying to figure it out so but, but it's, the, it's like, that same thing of like don't get married if you can't afford it. Yeah, like, right. you don't have a Jack and Jill to be like, pay for my wedding. So we Sorry. Sorry. I, I'm not a Jack and Jill fan. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I God. I was like, oh, my God. Did you guys just no, have no, 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 one? No, no, I gotta no, go. No, no, no. <laughs> we are not, like, <laughs> we're complaining about them, like, you're like, we want to get a bigger apartment. Should we go party? Right? Like, hey, can you guys contribute to the extra five hundred dollars for rent? I mean, I like, I'm also against baby showers. Isn't like, wow, you procreated. Like, you don't get a biscuit for that. What are you talking about? Yeah, the baby shower, bridal showers, right? the kitchen tea party. Yeah. So I created a brewery, so I'm just gonna pay you a pittance to sell you sell well, my products. Pay you only if you sell it. So you just have to. No, man, fuck that. No, no that, that's, that's, that's it's it, offensive. It, it takes time, and I think people I forget it, that. Yeah. Do you know what? Like a lot of owners. Like, like coming back to Shahan as well because he's a friend who had that yeah. he had to pound the pavement himself yeah. he went to like 400 LCBOs to do mm-hmm. and now he's built up to a well, sales rep but he got off his ass and did it look at like, Graham Woodhouse Graham's the same thing Graham's right? exactly same the same because Graham and Shahan are really good friends so yep. like I know people like that they hustled and you like, have and to and then some of the industry looks down on the contract stuff well, I guess that's a whole other conversation like I get almost yeah. mad about it because I got friends who were doing it I'm like they're just they're building a brand what do you want to yep. drop 2 million dollars on a brewery and then fail like Right. Not everyone can do it. So I get it, but like, if people are, well, is it contract breweries who are doing the the, the um, commission only, or is Not it all of brick them. and mortar? Some of them are brick and mortar. I mean, it's a bit of it's, mix. It's a bit of mix, from what I understand. I don't, I don't, I don't really pay attention to a lot of it because I think it's really gross and I don't approve of it. Hey, um, but occasionally, mind, when it pops crazy. up, I'm just like, I gotta punch someone in the face. Like, <laughs> I, no, seriously, man. like, no, it just. Hey kids, want to break into beer? Like, no, that's it's not, not no that works. serious. It's just yeah. beer. Like, it's really good, but yeah. not good. Like, I'm not. You know, you don't. There's not a promise of multi-million dollar salaries or something if yeah. you go and you know do some commission-only work. Like, exactly. Whereas, like, there's other industries that would do that. And yes. Oh yeah, for sure. But this is not. This like, is not that industry. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, it completely threw me off. I just really like had no yeah. clue. Yeah. That's crazy. What are we talk about diversity. Oh, um, uh, how it's. So- <laughs> So Ben, find it. Yeah, so Ben looking to see see who they were. So yeah, yeah, so I'm basically the only black female sales rep in craft beer. Um, I mean, probably the only black person in. I can't think of in Ontario as opposed to like Indian Sri Lankan or something. Yeah, 
Which is so weird. Isn't that terrible? Because, you know, you go to these events, like, so Society of the Beer Drinking Ladies, um, Iron, Iron Beer Maidens. How's the diversity there? There's diversity. Right. Like, I mean, not a ton, but like... I mean, it's not a ton, but, you know, but even, a, even like, um, like Queen of Craft, there were still, like, three or four women of color. Maybe, actually, probably more. There but was, speaking there were, or attending? Uh, I was the only woman Speaker. of color speaking, and then there were two black women, and then there were probably, like, a handful of... Like women of color. In, in well, so the MC, yeah, I count the MC in one of the like attending, but okay. it's still, what you know, it's still not. And, and I mean, it's 115 women in the room. 115. For yeah. Okay. So you're, you know, so let's say, let's say five, ten women. If we're being like super generous. Right. So maybe ten percent. Maybe. Maybe. Huh. If you okay. push it. But it's still, and I mean, these are these are spaces where people are getting educated, but they're also having beer. Right. Right, like you're not just going to be like, I'm gonna learn something. You're like, I'm gonna learn something while I drink like drink beer. <laughs> beer. I, it's it's interesting because this is the second year they invited me back to talk about Good diversity. Enough. Yeah. And the first year I did it, it was it was a very white room, like okay. very white. And how was it received? Really well, but a lot of people came up to me and said I had no idea. So I feel like unless you're in the middle of it, it's not a thing you look at. No, and I, I think that's what Tia was saying as well. Like like all the brewers, and this is the other thing. This is his point: was that say you got a brewery like Bellwoods, they drop Milk Shark, which they're dropping tomorrow. There's gonna be a line of 200 people at the door. In yeah. both group pubs. Yep. Ninety-nine percent white people. So, and they're like, "Well, okay, I drop a, a beer and I'm selling out. Why do I need to market to anybody else? Because I'm selling out of every single thing I produce." Yeah. So I think that's the, the thing that we need to turn around. Was like, yep. "Yeah, cool, but like the way yeah. the population. If you look at like, I don't know, everyone doesn't talk about Canada. They always talk about the states. So like, yep. isn't like it's about to be minorities are going to be the majority? Oh, for sure. In twenty years or something. So. Yep. But I think like we also, time. but we also need to get away from that. Like, I want people to line up for it. Like, I want people of color to line up. I don't know oh, about no, you, it's not about like, the lining up. but it's, it's like, not even. Why but, do they need to market but if I, they're already selling? But the thing is, I want you. You have to take them apart, right? Okay. So you have to say, I know that the white hipster guys, because it's going to be ninety nine percent guys, are going to line up for this beer. Yes. When this beer makes it to a beer bar. I want everyone to go there. Yes. And I want it to be that when I walk in, I see diversity in the bar. That is the best rebuttal to that. And that's exactly what it is. And that's what it is. Like, who but cares who lines up to get your beer? Because yes. you already know that when I release this beer, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Facebook post and I'm gonna do a Twitter post, and the same people are gonna lose their minds. Yes. That's they're my bread and butter. Yeah. But once once that beer bar, so the Stillwells and the Arabellas of the world, and you know the Bar Hops and the Only and all of those places, when they get their hands on it. And they roll that keg out a week or two after we've all had the hubbub about, like, did you get the, the newest? I want to see diversity in the people who show up to get it then. Like, we were, we were talking earlier about, so Queen of Craft this year had a beautiful poster. I have two copies of it in yes, my office, nice and I love poster. it, and it's fantastic, and like, oh my god. Uh, it's a black woman. Yes. And it's done as a tarot card. Yes. I have had numbers of people congratulate me I for being the woman on the yeah, poster. We thought it was like to represent you. So, during my talk about it, I said the problem being, it's not me. But there are so few people of color in craft beer that it automatically defaults to me. And I said, so imagine 
every time you see a bearded guy going up to him and being like, congrats on being on the Canuck can. That is so amazing. Like, uh, it's, uh, you know. and, that's, and that's the biggest thing to take away. That's you see, you see a person of color, and you automatically say it's a woman. It's got to be red. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have the same haircut, but like, I cut my hair after that poster came out. Right. So it's like, and yeah, there, there's not a lot when you really start breaking it down. Like, I don't dress like that. I don't do those things. But there are a lot of guys that look like, and, and I mean, I think Canuck is a great beer. So I'm just picking on it yeah, for, for the ease of it. And there's a dude with a. It's, it's a, a dude it's with a, a beard, and he's like, he's in a lumberjack shirt. He's, he's like grade A hipster. Yeah. And there's probably like there's probably been like ten guys who've walked past this window looking exactly like that guy. Like yeah. I'm gonna run up to them and be like, oh, "You're oh. on a can of beer, <laughs> do you know?" And, it's insane. But the thing is, you know, when you say that, people laugh and then they go, "Oh, wait a minute, now I got." Did it. you say that? I did, and the room got really weird about it because it was that moment so of like uncomfortable oh, yeah, reality. You're right. In. If I see a person of color, I automatically realize it could be like one of five people. Yeah. But if I see a white guy in a can, it could be, be like one, one of like three million dudes. Yeah. And it's, I think that's that's what I really push is just the I'm not going in and flipping tables and saying like we need more black people doing things. It's right. just be aware when you see posters or cans or whatever that we need to remember, like, oh hey. There are other people, you know, people of color, who are enjoying this product as much as I am. And there is no way that if I see a label, I have to automatically assign it to a living human. Yeah. You know, and, and there there have been some really great bottles. Um, Bose did a, a beer, I think it was last year, and it was a, um, I think a Trappist style. And it's three monks in baseball gear. Okay. And one of the monks is black. But oh, it's the just, Patterson beer one. Yeah, 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 but it's just, it's just there like a... Whatever, like, there he is. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice the label, but but you know, and then the year before they did a, a beer with chaos. Yeah, they but got, like they had the fox there. It's a fox. Yeah. Why couldn't it be like, chaos? Yeah. Right, like so it's these these weird things where it's like certain pieces become animals, and I mean that's a whole kettle. It's a whole other thing. Do you think that was? I don't think. Do you think it was meant like a? No, I don't think it was meant at all. But I don't think it was a thing that really got thought about. So probably even chaos could he like, like, push the matter himself? I'm maybe. Sure, but. I don't know what chaos thinks, but I just you know I just think like why aren't there? I, you know, and it's like why aren't there more like. I don't know polar bear things yeah. representing a white guy, and I mean, and, and of course, as I say this, I'm pretty sure that Maverick Brewing does have a polar yeah, bear they on do, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they do, yeah. But you know, but it's not a collaboration with a white guy. Right. It's just a it's thing just that a, they picked. Yeah, yeah. And so I just I think it's very interesting that usually when you see collaboration beers, it's either um, an item that rely like kind of relates back to them, so it's flowers or it's something. But when you do it with a person of color, suddenly it's an animal. And when we look at that fox, we know, you know, he's got his gold chain on, and he's got his shades, and he's wearing his Adidas warm-up jacket. Yeah, that, to me, that speaks to chaos, and it speaks to and people of color, and yeah. hip-hop, and, like, why does it have to be that? I think there's a deep miss. That's what we kind of represent, as just the same white bearded white guys doing beer media, where one of a million of them, but we bring this, uh, the hip-hop culture perspective. And what I notice is nobody understands that in craft no. beer. Like, I always ask the brewers what music do you listen to and it's always like punk or metal or something like sometimes in LA 
It's, it's a different way. Oh yeah, for sure. That will like, oh yeah, I play the beat Kendrick, but it's like I'm like, all right, sick, yeah, yeah. what up? Like, yeah. But like a lot of people don't like, see, like they, they, that's the other thing on the other side. They just don't get. They don't. Their lack of understanding or innate understanding of hip hop culture, I think, plays to because we're in that. Like that's something that we're conscious of. Yes. Because that's what I've been growing up literally more than most of my life. Whereas like if you're like this dude who listen to punk music, this is a bunch of more white dudes. Like if your whole activities in life surround people that look like you, then it's almost it's not standing up for it, but it's almost like how could you even be aware that there's an issue? And I think that's what it comes down to. It's just literally a lack of awareness. And I would I guess I'd like to know do you feel that there's a um, Pushback? As in, like, what are you talking about, man? Like, why, are you, why are you going on I think, about this? I think it, or is it... at first people were just like, why so sensitive? Um, and and then you make those really good points, and but, then they're like, oh. but also, I mean, I have, I have it like threefold. You know, I'm black, I'm female, and I'm gay, and it's you are the poster child of. I'm, I'm <laughs> the beer. I'm the beer unicorn. <laughs> Um, That's the episode name. When when you hire you me, I tick off every box. <laughs> so you only need to hire me, and then you're good. You're good. That's yeah. amazing. Inspire <laughs> everyone Just else. Me. But it's when you know when when things started and we started talking about it. Even the people who employed me were kind of like, oh right, that's a thing that we didn't think about because it wasn't a thing you we needed to think about. I think I just kind of show up, <laughs> right? Like you go to an event and and you know people always like, oh, everyone knows you, and it's like when you know, like if you grew up in a small town and you have like your one brown friend, everyone knows him because he's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're like, I'm friends yeah, to everyone, yeah. and that's so I proved yeah, like really small are. town aspects. You're really good with that. It's really good. There, like, were, there was a period of time where I was like not no? okay with it. What, being friends with everyone? Just no, but being, oh, being that the poster, only one. Right? Being like, no, no, that's hey, not it's me again. Yeah. Also, because yeah, yeah. I can't be a jerk about it. <laughs> I mean, you could. I could, but then everyone's like, oh, I'm like, oh, that chick. Oh, yeah, like, gosh, yeah, yeah. the worst. That kind of is a bit of pressure. It's, and it's a not bit. Fair pressure. But, but the thing is, it hasn't, it hasn't changed enough. Yeah. And, you know, when I, when I talk about diversity in beer, I have to reference the states. And I have to, because here, like, Canada, everyone's like, well, gee willikers, we all get along. What's your problem? And it's like, it's not about getting along. It's about who do you see when you go and have a beer? Yeah, if you go into a group up, I want to see what a representation of society. And I like Canada. Like, Australia's pretty diverse, I guess, but in comparison, Canada has a much, much, I don't know, wider range of of countries. And I like that. I walk around, well, this area, this area's white as hell, but... um, (laughs) It's like... like, I was, like, referencing outside, I'm just, like, I'm seeing orthodox Jews. Also, it's really orthodox out here. (laughs) Yeah, this is Utremont, like, on the border, but... um, I like that, and I feel like say more Toronto than Montreal because oh, yeah. all the diversity is in the burbs here. Yeah. But you know, Toronto is an extremely diverse city, and if I'm walking to a group hub and I don't see out yes. inside what I see outside, that that disconnect is yeah. is like palpable. Like you can really and feel that's, that. And that's what I'm really pushing for to remind people that you see your diversity on the street, but you don't see it in the heart. I think that's what it comes down to. If anyone ever pushes back on it, that's really all it is. It's like, well, yep. why? And beer is for everyone. And Tia also said, I like to see what you think about this in the Canadian perspective. He said, uh, did you listen or watch the podcast with him and Benny at all? 
what they had to say? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember they were talking about um, uh, in areas that are traditionally black, like Inglewood and Compton and stuff, you can't get craft beer if you go to a, a convenience store. You're yeah. getting like all like 40s, like Senides yeah. and like, like four local. Yeah, like, 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 no, yeah, speckled yeah. is good. I'm talking like tr- like like, yeah. like 40s, like uh, yeah. uh, Colt 45 and Schlitz, yeah, like uh, Old English and the, the Colt 45 ads yeah. and stuff. So, and yeah. even growing up, like in the Source magazine, there was always like the Wu-Tang ads with Senides and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, you know, all of that stuff. Yep. So I'm like, oh, cool. And I, when I first, honestly, the first thing I did before beer when I came to Canada was I got a 40 because I just wanted it. And I'm like, this is yeah. terrible. Oh, it's horrible. And I couldn't even get through it. But, yep. but the point is that he's saying that that there's specifically uh, uh, high alcohol, low quality, very like you know shitty quality uh, uh, products aimed at whatever black communities or yeah. whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Anyone who's not white, really. Um, do you see that here as well? Like it's more just because it's an exposure thing. Like I, I don't know if I see. We don't. So Canada doesn't do the same level of advertising as the states. I feel like the states are very targeted about things. They're very like. Today I need to talk about this group. So here, yeah. right? Like, um, I you know there's there's Budweiser commercials during the Olympics where they'll throw in like some black people, but it's these women who are like scantily clad and like leaning so up against a bottle, and you're like, what do you think she does? And they're like, oh, and it's like, oh, well, actually she's a world class hurdler, but you'd never know that because they put her in that because they put her in that, and she's leaning up against a bottle. Um, I feel that because in Canada they don't advertise beer to the same levels. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we got a lot more right? uh, restrictions like, because we have so many restrictions on it. So it's really what our our advertising ends up being is what's on the can, right? Like if you go to the SAQ, you go to the LCBO, you go to the like NSLC, you're looking at cans, and then you start thinking about it, and it's like, do I see myself on this can? Does this speak to me in that way? And it's yeah. like, well, for people of color, and I'm not going to no. speak for everyone. I'm going to speak for me. Uh, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, I go for stuff that doesn't have people on it. Mm-hmm. it if it does, like maybe I'll buy it at the brewery because that's there. But if I'm, you know, in one of those liquor stores, I'm going for stuff that's really generic. Right. So even even taking it further than just advertising, say in an area that's, I can't even like Jane and Finch or something. I don't yep. know, like a, an area that's traditionally maybe poorer or have a lot of maybe immigrants that are low income. You go to an LCBO there, their craft section is pretty much non-existent. I guess that's yep. probably the closest equivalent. Yeah. Is that, so is that, does that happen here? Is that a fact or am I? I I think it's changing. I think that Lost Craft really lucked in for places like Scarborough. Lost Craft kills it. Yeah. Because they've been able to push it as a local beer and people are just, but also there's nobody on that label, right? It's a white clean can with a logo. Like two crows. It's definitely appealed to the hip hop generation. Oh yeah, and two crows does the same thing. Like they're, you know, they they have like, they have one-offs and the one-offs have all these different styles on them, but like their core, white can with like an amazing two crows logo that's almost like a 3d style to it and you go for it because you're just like what is that because it doesn't look like me it's not a thing where i have to be like oh does it speak to me no it's just it's really cool and it's beautiful and i you know and there was a period of time where a lot of breweries were doing the like beautiful clean cans it makes sense yeah. Just be clean about it. Yeah. Because you don't need to put a person on it. And I would really love to see us getting away from the I need to put a person on it. Yeah. Like, even when you look at the problematic 40s, like, Schlitz is a blue bull. Yeah, right. How many guys do you know look like a blue bull? Nine! <laughs> like, a couple, but like... Right? But, so it's very, it's very interesting. I mean, 
the problem with the 40 is the problem with the 40. Yeah. Um, it's cheap and it's it's a high buzz and you know and it's yeah. it's just it's an easy piece and you pour one out for your homies. I've never poured it? one out for my homies because I don't have homies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have an English degree. Like I majored in English literature. Like I don't understand. But supposedly that's my beer. Right? So supposedly. it's these yeah, so it's these weird things where it's like craft beer still hasn't quite figured it out because we're still all like we do it because we're passionate about it right? and we want to get our product out in front of people but no one's quite nailed down the how do we show those people you know like again if if there was a black person or a person of color on a can if it's done incorrectly we'd all riot and burn down that brewery yes if there's a white guy on the can you're just like cool it doesn't matter what he looks like. It does not matter what he looks like. Right. So I think that's that's part of what I personally struggle with. Mm-hmm. Because when I do see me, everyone thinks it's me. Right. I don't want it to be that someone sees that can and says, congratulations. Okay. Because it's not like, yeah, I'm going to go and like shotgun it in the corner and you can congratulate me then. <laughs> but it's not, it's not a, oh, this speaks to me because it's you. And I can, you know, safely say that this is you. Right. Because white guys on cans never say like, oh my gosh, you're on a can. Do you know what? To speak to that point, unfortunately. Uh, Unless well, you're literally on the can. <laughs> right. But do you know how many people? So check this, but on the exact same thing, when they get it in your can, so we get people to do the stupid face with the can, right? Yeah. We encourage people to do that. A few dudes did it and I saw people, their friends go, oh my God, you want to be a can, bro? And it's like, no, 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 it's a beer smoker. So at least, like, at least that like happened. Four times. I'm not, like, shit you not. But again, right? But that's why. Like, but that that's, just confirms yeah. the point that it yeah. could have been any bearded white guy with a backward snap. Yep. Oh, no, Congrats to that guy. <laughs> hey. Times oh, no, four. Bro. Someone actually um, uh, photoshopped their face on the can underneath it. Okay, that's good. So I was like, well done, bro. <laughs> the remix. But yeah, so I, think, I think that... When we talk about beer and diversity, people get their their backs up, right? Because now we start thinking of like it's confronting equal opportunity and like you know you people take beer and they say, well, in the real world it works this way, and it's like no, 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 beer is not the real world because not everyone drinks beer, not everyone drinks alcohol. Like it's it's two very different things, but we need to remember that you know I'm saying that my parents are from Trinidad and what they drank was. Heineken and Guinness and my dad is like a huge fan of Czech beer like massive Czech beer specifically? yeah he, yeah my dad loves Bellwoods nice. and he loves Czech, Czech beer like that's his thing so just like really good pills and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. hazy IPAs pretty much oh right and, and he actually has a glass so he's yeah. yeah my dad's a really big Hennessy fan and I was like okay my dad drinks his Henny he's got a big Henny glass but it's also what he drinks his Bellwoods out of because that glass, balloon, right? so that glass holds one full bottle of Bellwitz. Ah, like because the, yep. the brandy balloons are quite large. Like, yeah. Yeah, he proved it to me, and I was like, oh, I don't like, know how I feel about that. <laughs> Whatever works, but, dude. Like. But it works. But you know, so if my dad is into craft beer, and he's a guy who's like almost seventy, and he doesn't think of it as like I'm not allowed to drink this because I'm a black man. So somewhere along and the line, black man, that's even yeah, like, right. And my mom, my mom's favorite beer bar in Montreal is Benelux. Like, come on, right? Like, and then Tiff's mom as well. I was telling you as well. We take her over. Yeah. She buys the t-shirts, and she's the same thing. Yeah. We have, the we have to get her into Lost Cross first. Yeah. Yeah, bit by bit. But I yeah. cover the same thing. You get him into like a Lost Cross was the was the bridging beer. Yeah. And then now she goes to Bellwoods and she knows what she likes and stuff. I'm like, all right, that's what's up. But these yeah. three individuals are all you know fifty plus. 
black people from the Caribbean yeah. who really enjoy it. Yep. But why did it take their children to show them the beer? Like because they, they're not marketed to. Well, that's right. That so in my dad's case, like I'm pretty sure it was my brother that got him into it. Um, and now my dad just goes on his own. Right. Because he knows, and he's like, I know what I like, and I know what I want. Uh, you know, my mom will say, like, are you bringing stuff? And I'll bring her stuff, and I'll, I'll take her a whole selection. Right? Are you getting me some stuff? What's going on? Stuff. <laughs> um, but I'll take her a selection of things, and she'll say, this one worked for me, this one didn't work for me. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, now I know what style of beer you want. Amazing. And that's it. We go to a bar, she's like, you pick. No pressure. No pressure. My yeah. French is rusty. I gotta read a menu. I gotta oh, figure yeah, out yeah. what my mom's gonna drink. <laughs> you speak English. It's all good. Bonjour and then go English. No, no, good. it's good. It's good. Last time we were here, I got it. I nailed yeah. it. But, you got it. But just you know, so again, it's that marketing thing. So we're not marketing to young black people. We're not marketing to older black people. Yep. We're not marketing to people of color. Yep. But we're all drinking that beer. Like at the end of the day, you know. They find people are finding out some way or another. Yeah. Whether, it's just generally that referral essentially. So just like friends or yeah and I mean that's that's the thing that I'm also working to, to figure out is like how, how do you how do you find out about it so because if, if you're not targeted how do you know so that was what I was going to ask you what are you doing not not putting pressure like what are you doing to make this better but like what what are you what's in your power as you know the position you have which is you know like everyone knows you um, you know like you said for better or worse you're yep. the face of it yep. and you're owning that and running with it as an employee as well uh, of, of a brewery who's in charge of sales yep. you have a bit more maybe leverage like what what are you able to do or what's in your power to, to fix that whether it's even it's, in Kitchener or anywhere else yeah I mean part of it is doing things like this yep. and just talking to people and wearing this t-shirt and you know saying dope and dank is a thing and you guys are doing fantastic stuff and yes. and being on the cover of Now magazine. Can you explain? In, in the shirt. shirt. So so in July yeah. uh, of 2017, uh, a, a guy, we had mutual friends, he was he works for now, I think he's like the artistic director, was like, I need a woman in beer. I we're doing this this beer cover for like our beer week issue that we do every year. And a couple of my friends were like, talk to Ren. Nice. And so he sent me a message and he was like, look, this sounds really insane, but I creeped all of your social media and you talk about beer a lot. Do you want to come and do this? And I was like, okay. I'd also just been downsized from my job. Um, is this before Redline? This is before Redline. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm a good sales rep and I don't know if I should be in beer anymore. And then suddenly this came knocking. And, then, and I was like, I'm not doing anything. I've got some free time. Yeah. Let's do <laughs> it. it. And so we went and we did it. And again, I don't ask enough questions in life because I have no sense of curiosity, which like has yet to get me in trouble. Um, and so basically they said we wanna we wanna mimic this cover, so it's a woman like a hot day holding a beer to her face to like cool down. And I was like, okay, cool. But I showed up wearing this t-shirt. And they're like, Do you bring other shirts? And I said, Yeah, yeah, I brought some other shirts. And when they started doing the photos, they're like, we can just crop out this part, make it a black t-shirt, but we want to do another photo with you for the inside of it. Wearing so there's the wearing this t-shirt. So there's a picture of me inside that issue, holding this shirt, just being like, this is the best thing I've ever worn in my life. Weren't you wearing this one on the cover of it? I'm wearing it on the cover, but they they, did they like photoshopped it, it. Yeah, just because it's they have to put words all over it. It would have just said black people. So it was, yeah, a, okay, it was a, yeah, it was a little confusing. Okay. But it ended up being like one of the best things that could have happened to me. Tio saw it. He lost oh, his he mind. Oh, he lost it. He, he thinks it's the sickest thing in the world. Mind. 
Yeah. And I was like, you made this shirt, my friend. Like, And so in the interview, I talked about it. And I said, I wear this to remind people because we're not, you know, again, we're not marketed to. It's cold 45 and it's 40 ounces. Yeah. And it's it's just it's shitty beer. Yeah. Right? It's all it's all macro. It's it's not craft in any way, shape, or form. And I want to remind people. Yeah. Um, and I actually lost a friendship over this t-shirt. For real. For real. I had a, didn't, didn't agree with it. Didn't I had a, a, a white friend who was like, "What about the white people love your shirt?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" That's it. What? That's an all lives matter. Yeah. Argument. Right. And it was that same thing. And he was like, "Well, like, come on, where's my shirt?" And he's like, "Your every day is that yeah. shirt." And I, I was just like, you know what, dude? I'm tired of being your magic negro and explaining how these things work and like what things should be. And that's the realization <laughs> that even your friends don't quite get it. Yeah. And I think that's why I really push, and I'm pushing so much harder and I'm really I'm really getting I'm not getting up in people's faces but really reminding them and just being like let's have an uncomfortable conversation about this yep because I can't be your black friend in beer yeah because there's more of us a few yeah you know and like Great Lakes has people of color working there Uh, Royal City has people like uh, Wellington's got people but the thing is I can't name enough breweries right you know, and when we talk about it, and the Ben Johnsons of the world say, I wrote this this article and it was great or it was whatever and it got people thinking about it. And he says, other people have talked to me and I've talked to other people of color, but they're not willing to go on the record. Wow. And it's like, there's a reason for that. Like, you have to remember that it may not be racism, it may not be anything big and bad and crazy, but some people are not comfortable with being the voice or the face of a movement. And, you know, I understand what his frustration is because I I asked him, I was like, are you going to write part two to this? Because it needs to happen. But you can't go and say, I found all these people, but they won't talk to me. Because they work in situations where it's precarious for them, for whatever reason. Or they're not people who want to be like, hello, I'm your, you know black front of house, you're a black brewer, you're a black driver, or you're whatever. They're just people who want to do a job. And that's a piece that we need to remember. And I'm okay sticking my neck out. I probably talk more than I ever should. <laughs> I, I would disagree with that. You need to talk more, right? And that's, but that's the thing I want to do. I want to talk about beer and I want to talk about diversity. And I really want to get people to just just think about it for like a nanosecond. Right. Like, you know, I'm looking I'm looking around and there are people of color in here right now. Right. How amazing is that? Right, it's crazy. Like, it's you know, Friday afternoon and this is no big deal. This is what I want. I want it to be no big deal. Yeah. And you know, I mean, so you're saying there is there isn't really I mean like yeah, there's a couple guys right over there, like okay, good. you know, I mean it's yeah, it's just starting to get busy, but there's yeah, right? Right, yeah. it's happening. Yes, please. I'll send you the link. Sebastian's gonna get the dope and t- No, the black people love you. Yes, he needs legend. To needs yes. to cop that. Represents. And that made me happy. Just his response to it was like, oh, yeah, I want, that. I want that. It was like, is it? Oh, that's a thing. But immediately it was like a positive, like yes, yes. and that's like that we just need to see more of that yeah because I like, got it straight away I think it was more the realize like oh my god that's the thing cool let's go yep. and but I think but that's also you know when I when I did my talk and I talked about the 40 ounce like people laughed at first and I was like don't laugh because half of the people in this room this wasn't a thing that was marketed to you yeah like I remember the Colt 45 ads and they were like, really rapey 
like it was Billy Dee Williams with like women like draped over him and it was basically oh. like you can get this if you have you this beer and it was like no you can't no no you I, really can't and so I just you know again that whole how do you market to certain groups of people and why do you market it that way yeah like I think there's Michelob Light I could be wrong I don't drink Ultra. it uh, Ultra, Ultra. Yeah. and there was a commercial a year or two ago and it's just a bunch of people like working out and like doing weird workout shit not my jam um, but a bunch of people of color a bunch of white guys like it was nothing that's what I'm aiming for I'm not aiming because you know sometimes people are like well why do you want this like do you just want it to be like black people only beer and it's like no that's a 40 ouncer and that's a problem yeah we've already done that if we do like what Michelob Ultra is doing it's just a group of people together hanging out drinking beer yeah which is <laughs> it's not really that difficult to comprehend no because it's happening right now around us why can't we just see that on TV and in print ads and on cans yeah. you know you see it on a couple a couple bottles now and again and you get excited about it and it's like right. I shouldn't be excited about one label out of like 8,000 yeah yeah. That's what I'm fighting for. I think it's super admirable and it's really cool that you know you've, you've stuck your neck out and, and continually. I'm going to keep doing it. I think it's really important work, so um, please keep doing that. Do you want to do the lightning round? Sure. I think this is going to work. So, generally it ends up being not so lightning. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you can answer it as quick or as long as you would like. Uh, what is your guilty pleasure beer? So maybe a beer you'd be embarrassed to admit to. Uh, I'm never embarrassed for it. Old Milwaukee. Okay. Although they changed the cans. What, what was I like liked it for the pinups. You are just going against everything you stand for. <laughs> yeah, I'm so are. part of the problem. I'm sorry. Now I'm embarrassed. Now I'm really... I'm like, oh. uh, that's okay. You know what? You can have a gift. That is a guilty Thanks. pleasure. The pinups too. Yeah. I respect that. Beer you would decline under any circumstances. So... You went to a barbecue. Cold 45? <laughs> Cold 45. No, I would... No, <laughs> I had it. Was who the right? hell would show with a Cold 45? Someone showed up to my house once. Hey, I found this from 1975. Did you want it? <laughs> no, I think I would, I would probably decline, like... No, I would decline a, a, a 50. A 50? Yeah, because I just have really bad memories of it. That's fair. Even though it is nice now. Uh, but when I got I my know, permanent like, residency... Honestly, oh, no, but like, honestly... No. I hated sweet. it too. It hurt my gut. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay before it got warm. Oh, God. Same thing. It'd be like mad cold. My friend turns up with like a 40 of it when I got my PR. And I was, he was like, all right, you're Canadian now? Like, bam. Mm. I was like, okay, sure. And Thank God. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, I can't. I can't do it. No. I gotta say no to it. What would be your favorite beer style? Uh, so almost like a go-to. doesn't mean it's like the only one, but like if you uh, were... Like, I'm a sucker for IPAs. Yeah. Any particular type that's... West Coast. West Coast? Yep. Are you big on the uh, the haze, like the East Coast stuff? I really like the, the haze. Yeah. I like, yeah, I, like, I really um, Barn Cat, which is in Cambridge. Them. It drives me crazy. I keep seeing it. They, they they're that good, eh? They did. They did a collaboration with friends of ours who own Shortfinger Brewing Company, and they're also a homebrew company. Okay. And they did uh, two years juice, and it was or sorry, it's pulp. Oh, pulp! And I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. The second year that they did it, which was this it was year, just gone. Yeah, I heard it was that such was, a small batch. I could I could drink that for the rest of my life. It was oh good. Because they don't can they don't uh, package. I've been to, I've been talking to Adam and his boy Sid, he's that rice brew dude on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. So like they're always drinking it. 
was talking to them, I was like, yo, I'm never out your way. Like, do you want to, I'd like to trade for some barn cat because I keep seeing now it's actually just annoying me. But they only do growlers and it's kind of hard to. They do bottles occasionally, but they do big bottles and they're like one offs and it's just. It's hard just, to get. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like, growlers are cool, but I'm like, it's just not practical to. Yeah, like the Cambridge scene's really changing out there too. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of seems popping out there. Yeah, there's Rhythm and Brews, uh, Jackass Brewing just opened. Damn. Uh, and Burncat, like, honestly, I love those. I mean, I love all of those guys, but Burncat guys have been doing some really good stuff. And they do Special some really great IPAs. As well? Yeah. We're going to do it. I'm going to just get out there. <laughs> um, least favorite beer style. Doesn't mean you hate it. Sours. Really? I'm an old guy, and <laughs> once I hit 40, my heartburn... Oh, it's over? Oh, yeah. I want to, like, I really loved Sours, but I can't do them anymore. I can do, like, little sips. But yeah, yeah, I just I can't. Yeah, Yeah, like a couple sips to be like I tried it. (laughs) But that's it. So really, it's because my body is like not happening. So you wouldn't go to Funk Fest or? No, I haven't been, and I always want to go. And I'm like, no, I'm just gonna borrow a fire. Like I can't, I can't go to. I heard it's pretty bad for anybody. Yeah, I can't do it. I haven't been yet, but I want to go this year just just to see what's popping. Yeah, it's probably dangerous. I would just go and be like, I'm just gonna sit in the corner and drink like Lone Pine. That sounds like fun. Too. I know, but you can't go to Funk Fest and be yeah. like, I'm not gonna have anything funky. Just give me like one ounce pause. <laughs> not this four business. And then I got kicked out of Funk Fest. <laughs> Can you imagine? Right. That'd be a good like add to your resume. That's, yeah. How'd, how'd you get kicked out? I barfed fire because I had too many sours. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, least favorite. No. Did I just say that? Yeah. Desert Island beer. Oh. So. Drink it over and over and over. I guess you might have said it before then, but mm. perfect temperature. Oh man! Unlimited. They won't save you. Um, get you beer. Oh jeez. I would probably do. I would do like a an American pale ale, most likely, because then I could be like, okay, so I'm gonna say Redline Clutch or so Great Lakes Canuck or. Oh man, who else? Or you know what? Anything from Helm. Yeah, These guys have been like Helm. really solid. Isn't it really? It's fantastic. It's really good. I love yeah. seeing them. The, yeah, the that's yeah. 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 Okay, that's a great answer. By the way, Redline is so sick. I'm so happy when I saw you work there. I just, I'm, I've had, I hadn't had, I tried Double Clutch at like a bottle share with Sawdust, but they had like literally 80 bottles, and I was oh, out of my yeah. mind, so I didn't get to really appreciate it. But Clutch is fantastic. I had a bunch of their other stuff, and it's just across yeah. the board. Yeah, so it's been good. really good. Good, good looks. Um, be a trend predictions. What's uh, what do you think is going to be popping? Now you can speak to like your local region, Ontario, Toronto, whole of Canada, whatever. But what do you think is next? Automatically, what popped into my head yeah. was um, that Simpsons episode with the deaf beer with the dogs like swimming through the beer. Have you seen that episode? I think it has. It rings a bell. It's just, okay. I'm like, yeah, it's going like to be something with beer. animals just like floating <laughs> through it. Um, animal beer. I don't know. I mean, last year was lupulin powder. Yes. In like large amounts. I'm, this I'm year. Oh, and, and last year too was all the like milk, milk stout, milk lactose. Yeah, like can you put lactose in it? It'll be great. How do you feel about that? Some of them did it really well. Yeah. And then others just jumped on it to be like, I did it. Yeah. yeah. I did a thing. Yeah. Here I am. Um, I almost hope that this year they get back to minimalist styles. 
like just like, do like, do like a stri- yeah like yeah. do you know what, but do like a really like right solid traditional two style yeah so do a German lager do a German pilsner please please yes. because everyone says well I made a pilsner it's like but did you is your water right like what did you do yeah yeah so yeah that's that's more what I'm hoping for than predicting so that's that would be wish. the number one answer from brewers they always say that full circles being like crazy yeah. crazy 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 let's just make traditional to, let's just yeah. make really traditional let's no, say dry hop it. Dry, there's almost nothing better than a dry hop pills or a dry I think dry hop's gonna come back but I think it's gonna be that like it'll go we solidify we solidify it as the proper like the proper, proper style, style and then let's dry hop it like to see either or I'm here for it yeah. I didn't appreciate it for a while because I'm going to the crazy stuff and then recently I've just been like if I go to a bar I always first I'll get their pills or yeah. a or something but, before but this like, also tells you like if they can do it yes right? you can't hide anything you, nope. everything else you can just hide right oh, behind yeah. it yeah. 100% favorite up and coming brewery so newer ones from anywhere um, you know maybe uh, aren't really popping yet but you've had some of their stuff and you feel like they're going to oh, be man. Good. Yeah, it's a tough question up and, oh, two two crows was yeah. really great, but they're not up and coming. Uh, that's such a Toronto thing. Like, so guys, I discovered two crows. Um, <laughs> good luck. No, I mean they're yeah. they're solid. They're amazing. Um, there's ones you mentioned in uh, Cambridge. You said that. Were, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, rhythm and, rhythm and bruises already making beer. They're gonna be open as an actual. Spot. That counts. Okay. Like so then I'm gonna like... say I'm gonna say rhythm and bruise because they've already nailed it. Yeah. Um, Andrew's already doing traditional German styles and he's playing with them. Nice. And I think that's gonna be like. Little the dry hops and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think I've heard of them. I always rhythm and bruise and and Barncat. And Barncat, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like Barncat has been out for a few years, but. On a, on a very local level. Yeah. Like, and then, and also for Shortfinger. Shortfinger Short Brewing. Yeah, so yeah. Rob used to work at Great Lakes, and for a while was my boss. Oh, yeah? And now he's the... And uh, then he worked. He was working at Horizon, which is doing, like, importing. Okay. And now he's he's running his own place, and he's doing he's brewing, and he's making some really fantastic stuff and doing that's some awesome. barrel-aged stuff, so... Okay, good look yeah. out. Good on yeah. Cambridge, that's really cool. The yeah, whole, like, weird, right? Just coming out with some, one of the best yeah. beer bars, yeah. all these, like, fire breweries. Yeah, so, like, those, yeah, so those, are my, those are my three. Okay. Solid. Um, favorite beer city, destination, or country? Oh. Where do you like to go for beer? Um, Belgium. Belgium's amazing. Belgium. Halifax is great. Belgium's the Montreal. Montreal. We come here all the time. I used to have family out here, so. Any excuse? Any excuse. Yeah. Yeah, Montreal's a great place for yep. beer. It's come up this summer. There's a festival called Food Uni, like Food is United, from Dunham. In, oh. um, uh, it's August 11th. I'm just saying, because this is the Fires Festival. Uh, it's super expensive, but it seems to be where, like, there's like 50 odd breweries, like Cantillon and all the Lambics, all the like, other half and all the crazy ones, Jess the King, um, all the crazy shit from the States. Like, it's going to be the most epic festival of all time. Um, if you're able, yeah, modern times, yeah, it's out of, out of control. Like, Sounds good. I'll tell you more about it later, but right. uh, yeah, Montreal will really come yeah. with it. And Bellwoods is going to be there too, yeah. Bellwoods is everywhere. I love it. I love you, Bellwoods. <laughs> I also tweeted the other day, I was like, I went to Halifax and all I got was Bellwoods. Yeah. <laughs> Because hey. they were on tap and still <laughs> Why not? My yeah. friend messaged me this morning from Vermont and just sent me a picture of like a keg and jelly king they had at Farmhouse Tap and Grill down there today. We when we when we went to Brussels there was we went to uh, Motor Lambic. And, and they have all these bottles from like all over the world. And there was a Bellwoods bottle right in the middle. We're like 
It's getting around. Yeah, it's getting around. No, they're yeah, it's still scrap. As they're amazing. Um, underrated style or brewery, city or country, just something in beer that you feel is underrated doesn't get its props. Mm. I think it's. Did you say black people? <laughs> black people, yeah. yeah. Black people. <laughs> underrated. Mic drop. Um. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. I like that. I thought you were fucking around. Um, best beer you ever drank in your life. Oh man. So it could be situational, like you were on yeah, top of a mountain. And it's you probably it's probably situational. Because I know I should say Westy Twelve, but it was okay. Um, it's not cool anymore. It was honestly, cool like five I feel years like, ago. but I feel like such a jerk. Same. I like, I, we, did you have it when it was fire? We bought it. We bought it in. Yeah, we bought it in Bruges. When? Like three years ago. Okay. And took it to London because we were traveling around. We we're doing like a belated beer honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Took it to London, had it, and it was like, yeah, it's cool. But tastes it, like it, any it, other. But it tastes like Trappist Eight. Yeah. Which I really dig. Um, it, when I first first had it, it would be 2011, like early on. Someone told me about what the hell is this? Forty dollars a bottle. I was like, I know nothing about beer. Like, all right. Yeah. And it was worth every penny. It was like out of control. I never yeah. had anything so complex in my life. But of course, and then it's not the same now. I think no. it's something different. Well, also people say that you have to save it for like X number of years. But I think that was a different. They had the one with the white label. Where when we like bought it, it in, but when you buy it in Bruges, no, it's just a blank, yeah, blank label yeah. or it's blank, blank bottle with, with like the, the cap. cap. And I think it worked out to like $11 Canadian. So it was very, so you could be like, yeah, it was cool. I did it, but whatever. Um, was there one that was better than that? Underrated. Oh, underrated, because that was the, the black people. Oh, sorry. Unless so, you want to go, this is the, the um, best beer you ever drank in your life. Oh, right. Oh, man. I know, right? It's a tough one. I, can't, I could never think of one for myself, either. Like, JF from GDCL, the other day, he said that he was on, like, a boat, and it was, like, with his dad, they were fishing, and he cracked a Budweiser, and yeah, it was a great... Home. Because like, he was with his dad, and he was that's fishing, That's what I'm saying. So, like, other people said they climbed the mountain, they had this beer in their bag all day, and they climbed uh, up, got to the top, cracked that beer. Satisfying. Stuff like that. Um, I would probably... I'd be really cheesy and say, like, a beer during our wedding... Nice. Because we got married at first. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> you guys are beer. You guys are craft yeah. beer. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what it would be, but I would say any beer that I had at first. Okay, so how sound? A can of how oh, sound. From the uh yeah, yeah the lager? I yeah. At That's my wedding. Picked picked off of the, the shelf where we had our photos taken and just like, can I have this? And we're like, yeah. Cracked it open and just go go go. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that was that was one. that was it. Like, Why did you drink yeah. that beer and not the fire stuff that they have? Because I also love I also love House Hound. Like I used to I used to buy it when Keep Six still delivered to Volo. Oh. Like you do. had to pick up your beer from Volo. Yeah. And that's I ordered a bunch of that. So yeah. Are they from yeah. Ontario? Are they from BC? They're uh, House Hound right? is no? up north. I see. The BC guys, right? Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. I like them. I remember I got one of those, this, I got the, like a huge ass like swing top bottle, they, yeah, like an IPA like they sold. Little I know the cans as well, yeah. but then they had this big one. That's the only reason I remember. I still yeah. I kept the bottle because it was like a 750. It was almost like a growler. Yeah. They sold the LCDO. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the first beer you ever brewed. I think you said that oh, you have brewed. Um, first that I brewed, I think was with Rob Hearn from Sharpfinger when we still worked at Great Lakes. Nice, what'd you brew? Uh, we were going to do a beer to combine and it was going to be, uh, what was it called? It was like Ren and Bobo's beer and I think we were doing 
a white IPA nice. and a coffee stout to like combine. Oh yeah, that's an interesting. It didn't, it didn't work out in the end, but like <laughs> Still. Each, each was good e- individually. Individually like, was good, them, and so then much. it just like something went weird with it. But yeah, I think that was the first like beer that. I did. Um, what would be your death row beer and meal pair? Oh, jeez. Final one. Mm. It could I don't be know, simple, just, could be intense. I just came from the land of lobster, so be anything lobster with a lobster. Okay. Um, well, like an imperial stout or something, or a barley wine, oh, or you want something yeah. more simple? Do you, like, you want to go out like lay heavy? I would do. Yeah, you know what? Like first, first thing that popped in my head was either an old Milwaukee or a house sound uh, with a <laughs> hey. lobster, or yeah. I would do um, barn cat. Pulp? Has no, they have a uh, what's it called? Cat factory. Oh cat no, factory. what was it? Space cat? Did Space cat? No, no, no. They, they had another one. This cat factory. That's but then there was another name. one whose name I blanked on. Okay. And it was a barley wine with coffee. Damn. All right. Yeah, I would do that with a lobster. Yeah. Amazing. Like, IABV, I guess, like 10 yeah, plus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to feel no pain before I die. It's so. not me. You're like, boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would do that. I like that. Yeah. Favorite or least favorite style to brew in your you know, In my limited, limited numbers? Experience? Oh, man. What did we do? We did a homebrew that was a... I think it was a brown ale, but it had like some weird twist to it, and that was it was a pain in the ass to do. Yeah. And it's probably why we haven't homebrewed since. Yeah. I'm just Homebrew like is so annoying. Oh god, and it's we just fun, but... but the place we lived in when we did it, like we did it when it was colder out. I had to like I didn't have a wort chiller, and I had to like take stuff and put it out in the snow, and it's just done that. Yeah. But we time. also we also had to leave it longer than expected to get it to the point where it's like oh it doesn't burn my face off. <laughs> What do you mean, like in the? It was just too hot, like actual, percentage oh. wise, and it was oh, just. Oh like, right, right. Oh really? Yeah. I guess it was too long. You let it boil too long, or you had too much milk. Or something. But yeah, it was. It's uh, it's science. Yeah, and I, I, it's yeah. I really have more respect. Once you homebrew, you have a lot of respect oh my for gosh, yeah. brewers and the actual accuracy yeah. of what they. But when consume. you but when you watch brewers, you know, like people are like around. brewing's just pressing buttons, and it's like Shucking no, you gotta you gotta get to the point where you can just press buttons. Yeah. It's really complicated. And I'm still not at the point where I'm like, I understand this, and it's easy. It's so hard. Yeah, it's not easy at all. Yeah, yeah, it's messy too. Yeah. Um, Worst beer you've ever made, I guess? uh, It was that homebrew. That homebrew? We had to leave it for a really long time to be okay. That's completely fair. Yeah. It's not, I guess there's not much you can do. Once it's high ABV, all you can do is water it down, and it yeah. just ruins the flavor. Yeah, I mean, it got okay after, like, a really long time, but... Right. Uh, yeah. okay. um, yeah. I don't know how relevant this one. What music do you listen to when you brew? Have you, did you have anything there, or did you notice from in your experience of breweries that there was a common thread? Um, I think when Rob and I were doing it, it was probably Weezer. I feel like it was a lot of Weezer or brand new. That's, yeah. Brand new emo. Yeah. (laughs) Makes the beer sad. I don't want sad beer. Tastes it alright. Do you feel like that? Because I always feel like it's a real thing. Like, yeast. Dude, like you wouldn't understand me. Hate you, mom. (laughs) Get out of my room, mom. Working on my hair. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> children. Do you feel? I really because yeast is a living organism, so like yes. playing your music is like such well, a dope but, thing. But Weezer's got like enough. I kind of like Weezer. I don't mind right? Weezer. Yeah, I think, it was, I think it was more Weezer than anything. There's nothing else. wrong with that. I just feel like whatever it is you decide to play right. to the yeast, it would affect it in some way because it's sound vibrations yeah. and it's a living thing, and it can change the way that it interacts yes. with chemical yeah. shit. 
I like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. Was it Eli? Was it Dummy? It was. It was the end of the about where this one was. There was. Wasn't it one of the. Um, was this Steam Whistle? They had that too? They had a Steam Whistle. They had a, one of the brewers at Steam Whistle. He was like from Czechoslovakia. He's no longer there. Yeah. And the whole thing was that he slept there. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that Michael Hancock from Side Launch at some point slept there. Yeah, I think it's a thing. I think if you're old school, like, that's what you... But, like, I know, sleeping with the yeast, like, holding it. Oh, no. Yeah. He's... They're not even sleeping at the brewery, like, with yeah, the like yeast sleep... to be the day before you brew. Oh. Yeah, to, like, get it to buddy no. temperature. No, I take that back like... from the people I've named. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, guys. I don't know, there was a... Come who he was saying. Like, somebody else was doing it. Weird. Yeah, right? I don't know. Like the Belgian guy, like the Kenti on top. Obviously, he doesn't roll around a lot, because I'd be like, killed it. Yeah, can you killed it. Killed it. Squish the bracket. Wake up, and you're like, no! I'm going to shower now. God damn it. Uh, what's your favorite hop? Uh, we grew Citra on the balcony. Oh, nice! And we're working, we're working on Kent Golding this year again. Pretty nobles. So, yeah. yeah. What do you guys do with the hops on there? Uh, the the Citra that we did, we actually put on our wedding cake. Really? Yeah. So yeah. like just whole hops? Whole yeah, whole hops, like all the way around, like That's multiple awesome. levels. We're such beer nerds, like we we're, we're, we're kind of gross about it, like. But yeah, we uh, we just we were like we're just gonna grow them and see what happens. Yep. And they weren't massive size cones, but they were pretty good. Like you couldn't brew with them, but they looked impressive. Yeah. Why couldn't you brew? So they were too small, and I think it was like first year, maybe second. Like they weren't. Oh, you need to do a few. And balcony hops. So we were very okay. like, if it works, great. If it doesn't, would you, great. Would you have homebrewed if they did work? Like, I think so. I think we would. Yeah, I think we would have tried it. Yeah. So with the the Kent Golding this year, we'll see. This will be our second year, but it's the third year of it. So right. hopefully, are they hot to grow? We get a lot of sun, so it's it's been like pretty easy. And you just chuck it through the trellis. Type yeah, of thing? we got a full trellis, and the place yeah. that we live at has like a huge balcony, so we have like 17 feet where we just like yeah. let yeah. it go. We've been wanting yeah. to do it. We don't get enough sun. We're facing that way. So yeah. like the sun sets, sun always afternoon sun comes that way. I think it moves around the way that the island set up. Mm. It's kind of whack. And we bought trellis as well. But I don't know. I just, I we got an like IKEA trellis. IKEA trellis? Yeah. That would be smart. Yeah. You just got it from Rome. Like from here all the way down. What? Yeah, because the, the IKEA trellis, we set it up higher so it pulls to six feet, so it's like nine feet. And what then you it pulls. Like so you like, can actually like make it thinner. Oh, it's like stretchy? Yeah, it's so when you're done with it, you can like accordion it down and bring like it that. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry man. I wish you could have seen this. <laughs> That would be so much yeah. smarter. Getting splinters. Like. Oh, yeah. No, this is like pull it, pull it and just wire it up. So we've wired it up. And At least we know for next time. We just leave them if we have to leave. That's yeah. good. It really wanted to, uh, to grow hops. I think we tried to get them one time. It just it was like something happened. Yeah. Scott got them. I was like, I don't know. Like, I think they just they were just hard to, like, you have to. I don't think you should really pay attention to them too. Yeah, they like, sort of when when it starts, because you got to water a lot, you got to make sure you get a lot of sun, and again, where our where our balcony was and like how we face, it's perfect. Right, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. What's the next sort of stuff you've been working on? Are you working on anything else? Is uh, like uh, I'm gonna get a website up and running, Good. working on like some logo stuff. Yes. Uh, working on a couple more things. I've possibly got some more talks coming up in the next little while. 
Um, Ralph, bearded black man, is working on nice. a panel discussion in May. In Alabama? In right. Alabama. Nice. So if that works out, then I'm Alabama that. bound. Nice. Uh, is that a T involved in that? Because maybe you guys get to I don't know. Me? I don't know if he's talked to him. I, no, they I know still, each other. Yeah, so I'm just I'm waiting to hear some more info. I'm probably saying it prematurely. That'd be good, but you could uh, meet everybody. In yeah, and I think it'd so be really cool. fantastic. So it's yeah, it's part of American Craft Beer Week. Oh, if it's May. Yeah, and it'll be, uh, it's a panel on diversity in beer. So, I, I think he works for a pub or something. He works for a brewery. It's so, a brewery. Yeah, so it would be at his brewery. brewery. Yeah. yeah, see that's so cool. We'll see. So you've really been connecting strongly with the. With I'm the really, I'm really there. pushing and reaching out to a lot more people and just kind of being like, "Hello, let's talk." And I also right. want to hear the American perspective because I feel that American breweries are really starting to pop up. Like, there's so many more that either employ people of color or are owned by people of color, and I don't understand why Canada is not in that same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, in Vancouver, there's a lot of female-owned breweries, right. but Ontario just. Got nothing. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I say got nothing, but like I think of like left field. Left field, Mandy. You know, and Mandy. Like, side lunch, Jen and side lunch or something. Is that side right? lunch? Uh, is she not Garnet. No. No. Jen is at. Oh, she left. Sessions Cannon. Oh, this is the festival so, thing or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting to see how things have changed, but there aren't a lot of female owners of, of breweries. You know. Oh, yeah. Canada's usually behind in everything. Vancouver is ahead of us because of um, Portland. Right, so they they get yeah, so they get a huge influence from that. But even just in the number of people that you'll see. Right. So it's in, interesting. Involved. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. America, it's really good to get the perspective there. And I guess there's yeah. definitely a stronger movement. When we went to uh, LA with Tia, we did one of their cruises. They had a what was it called? Like the Tropic Crawl. We went yeah, to like okay. they had like the brew bus, and they were playing like you know nineties oh, hip hop on the bus. What? Go into the place. Literally everyone you could ever think of, and every gender, color, race, everything. It was it was just such a cool experience to be in a brewery, like real Vienna brewery. Yeah. And, Everybody is represented. It was just such a nice experience, and then dudes are like freestyling on the bus and stuff. Oh it was my like, god! It was so hip hop, it was really cool. Yeah. And that was the only time I'd ever seen anything like that. Yeah. Um, so but the fact that there's definitely a more of a movement um, out there. Yeah. It's it's there's a lot you can bring back here because yep. you sort of um, if you're the face of it you can get some ideas. I think it would even be cool. I don't know if you've considered bringing them up here. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Like absolutely because I think I think we we need to bring someone in who says I've done this thing and it works and here's why. Because you know we have those moments of like ooh something shiny and new. But especially for Toronto, we're so cynical about it. Yeah. And if it doesn't take off right away, it's like, I knew it was going to fail. Yeah. And you need someone to show up and be like, no, no, no. We did this thing in a spot where it's really difficult to do it. Right. And it works. this is how it works. Yeah. And there are more than enough breweries. I mean, you can do it here. You can do it in Guelph. You can do it in Kitchener. You can do it in Toronto. It's just a matter now of doing it. I think people would want, would be interested in hearing that, like if there was like a traveling panel yep. or something that would come to a bunch of cities out here. Yeah, or and just like roll that. roll it into a brewery and get a brewery to host it. And Easy. Throw in some music and throw in some, yeah, you know, and like here, try a beer and like let's do some collaboration brews. I mean, 
you guys did it, Dope and Zank did it. Like, yeah. we're always open for collaboration brews. Yeah. Because it's something new and it's different and it's exciting. I think it's fun. I think it's like something that uh, is a, a relatively new thing. I've seen it a yeah. few places before. That I think some, a beer blogger in, uh, with Two Crows actually, they had a really inter- cool looking can. Cool. Uh, they did a collab. Because I thought we were one of the first. We've done a couple before. Yeah. Um, but not like package Hops and Bros. And do you know them? The YouTubers in um, Ottawa. Oh, okay. They did one with. Uh, I forget the name of the brewery. It's out that way. Um, they did one with their name on the bottle because I was like, that is sick. And then we got our one. Tio got his. He brewed his like a couple weeks after we did ours, which was sick. And they did the double release too. Yes. Which was yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a real new avenue for breweries to get their word out because beer media has become a thing, or at least, I don't know, it's not just it's beyond media. I don't know what you even call but it's it. Also it's also like the community. It's the community. I mean, the community the is growing, right? Yeah. And we realize that there are more people in this community, but again, we just need to represent them. Yeah. And say, I, you know, I hear you and I see you drinking my beer. And again, it doesn't have to be put a black person on the on the label. It just has to be do a night where you educate some people that you would think wouldn't normally be out for a beer. Yeah. You know we're out there somewhere. Yeah. That's right? it. Well, I mean, it's when they do when they do surveys and they do numbers. Like in Canada, they don't ask like who are you. In the states, you'll see it and you'll see like like what X percentage your, uh, of African Americans will drink yeah. this beer or like you know Asians and blah blah blah. But Canada is so like. Ooh, I don't know if we should ask you that. And it's like, no, 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 you have to ask that yeah. because this is a thing that needs to, to go further. Yeah, 100%. I think it's really key. And even from the pictures I saw in the video of uh, their launch party, the Dope and Egg launch party with El Segundo, yeah. like that was the exact same thing. It was just a whole room of diversity. I don't even yeah. know if that brewery would have ever seen anything like that before. And now they sold out, I think, in 48 hours of their cans. And That's then crazy. they destroyed the, the, the West Coast IP. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Um, and they uh, now, all, a whole other community knows about this brewery. Yes. That they're not, right? and that's what, that's what Dope and Dank brought to the table. Yep. And I think that is so valuable. So I think someone like yourself would be a really, really strong person to do a beer with. Yep. And you don't have to like put the, like they didn't have his face, it was sort of us idea to put our faces. That's something we probably would never do again. <laughs> like, it's but funny. The, but the Dope and Dank labeling was so it was great. so sick. And it right? was so simple. So simple, like cool, and it, it spoke to like, there's something like, I hate using yeah. this word, but urban about it. Yeah. Which I like, as in like, there's something like hip hop culture about it, while yes. still being palatable to the, the beer community. Oh yeah, you know, anyone who is like, I don't listen to hip hop wouldn't be like, I don't want that's that a hip hop. Yeah, right? And I think that's yeah. like super key and just like the awareness. If you did something like that, which I'm sure like it'd be really, yeah. really easy for you to do it. Other <laughs> Adam. Like that would be so sick. I'd like to see that. I want to see more of that. It's inspiring. I think that like, I just, everyone wins from that. Yeah. It just grows the scene. It grows like, and, yeah. and someone like you will take it. And there's no, you got an audience outside of Canada who really pays attention. Of us, probably like, hit you up. So that is amazing, Ren. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was fantastic. Um, where can everybody find you online? Oh man. Uh, so on them. Instagram and Twitter, it is. 35mm monkey. What? I went to ask you about that. Oh, uh, yeah. So I used to be a photographer. Oh, there you and go. And I used to shoot with 35mm like, film. That's what it was. I was like, it's either film or lens. Yes. And uh, it's problematic to a lot of people that a black person would use I the word monkey. I was concerned about that. Also, I really love monkeys. I just made it simple. Let's just make things simple. I like that. I know. I, it's, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, monkey is problematic for black people, but I legit just really, <laughs> I just really like it. See, not everything's complicated. Nope. Let's keep it simple. I like that. Yeah. 
at the best place. Uh, look out for the website. Thank you again. Thank you. Um, if you guys enjoyed the episode, make sure you smash that thumbs up. Hit it real hard. Hit subscribe below and hit the notification bell so you know when we drop that new heat. Uh, follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast and check out the long form audio like this on uh, Apple Podcasts, Revy, and Talking Media. And make sure you rate and review that bad boy so people can find it. That is it, y'all. Thank you again, Ray. Thank you. Get it in ya. Cheers. Yeah.